I think what really stood out to me this season is that no one saw the rising, like no one witnessed it. Like no one actually saw a resurrection take place. It like happened in secret behind a stone in the dark without an audience. This is uh, the first station of the resurrection, which I have titled uh, raised, but it's when Jesus is raised from the dead. Risen means to stand back up. So it's inferring that there's a moment before where we will find ourselves taken down or laying down. I mean, death ultimately, yes, but maybe we can stand back up from less ultimate aspects of life, like, you know, like getting a gut punch or a put down or a work demotion, some kind of setback, an illness, a broken heart. Also, resurrection was something that happened to Jesus. Like the cherub said, he has been raised, not he raised himself by his intense willpower. Like resurrection isn't about bootstrapping your way out of a tough situation. Like ultimate transformation is not about your capacity for willpower. I mean, thank God. It's about the process of transformation that will happen to you, whether you like it or not. And look, I know whether you like it or not can make some of us uncomfortable with the lack of consent it leaves out. Like we're all offended at the thought that something would be done to us without our permission. Like I understand that's because of a certain degree of self-interest and self-protection and a healthy dose of boundaries that we've learned to implement in our human lives. But I guess my question is creating uncrossable moats around our castle walls of self-preservation really the response that we want to take with love, like love that wants to restore us? I mean, I think we've all been recipients of unasked transformational love. Could not the giver of our lives love us without checking in on us? And could we be okay with that? Like a friend who throws us a surprise party or like a kind patron at a restaurant who pays for your meal, you know, unbeknownst to you. Or the unknown organ donor we get a much needed new heart from. I mean, acts of love are often not because they're requested, it's because they're needed. It takes a tremendous amount of self-awareness to ask for what we want, but it takes an almost impossible amount of humility to let someone love us deeply. I mean, maybe you're easily loved, but I find it very uncomfortable to be loved. Um, I think what gets me in all of this is like, we're not in charge of being born. We're not in charge of when we die. And we're not gonna be in charge of being raised from the dead. It's nothing we're in charge of. What we are in charge of is removing that which is in the way of letting ourselves be loved. Our defenses, our arguments, our clutched hands, our hands pointing, pushing people away. We can be in charge of letting those defensive down. And like, we can only stand back up. So if we're gonna rise, we can only stand back up from the finding a firm place to stand. And I think my invitation to myself and in this image is that may we find the firmament, may the place that we stand from be the promise that nothing, not even death, can separate us from love. In this image, we see uh, you know, a grave that's opening up, kind of a shape of a heart, and then this new life being birthed out of it. All of these images are about perception changes. So we have a leaf that has an eye and... Um, just as Jesus was raised, so we can think and infer and hope that we will be raised too. 
And what will we see differently on the other side? Uh, if we're a human, if we're a consciousness now and we die and we're a consciousness still, what has changed about us if not the way we see everything? And I want, and I hope, and I guess my pilgrimage in this is to go, can that happen to my perception now? What kind of ways would my eyes and the way I see things transform? How could they be transformed? And I really think like uh, the Apostle Paul, when he writes, I've been thinking about this a lot, but he says, you know, if you have all the wisdom and all the gifts and stuff, but if you don't have love, like you don't have anything. Like love is the filter in which to see everything clearly. And so maybe it's our ultimate death that finally ultimate love can be the place that we stand from. I don't know how that works out. I just know we're in a rat race of always thinking we have to earn love. (laughs) And it's over the span of a human life that we become softened to receiving love. So maybe that's the ultimate resurrection.